Micro Monday again, a weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Micro.blog, and on this episode, I am very excited to have as my guest Greg McVerry, who is at JGMac1106 on Micro.blog. Hey, Greg, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jean. Uh, good to talk to you. Yeah, same here. I think uh, I realized I wanted to do this for one reason, as I won't get to see you during the Indie Web Summit next weekend. I know you're. Uh, you're. I'm, I'm still. I'm excited for your once in a lifetime trip to Slovenia. That's going to yes. be, be exciting. But it's uh, uh, basically it will also mark my one year anniversary on. Um, Micro.blog, because that's meeting you is where I found out and learned about the Micro.blog community and all the cool tools that uh, you and Matt have built. So, uh, oh, that's cool. <laughs> yes. So, last year um, at the Indie Web Summit um, in Portland, we, Manton and I did a presentation together about, you know, how Micro.blog is doing and in particular, uh, what's happening with the Microdot blog community. And we met um, at that Indie Web Summit. And I, I, I did want you to come on this week uh, to talk a little bit about the summit because it is coming up and there might be people who would be interested in participating remotely if they knew a little bit more about what we do at an Indie Web Summit. But before we get into that, I would like to know well, my first question usually is, how did you hear about Micro.blog? But now I know, <laughs> the Indie Web Summit. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry to uh, jump in on you. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Um, and, of course, you've been blogging for a long time before I met you. You're, you're, you're a, a kind of a blog legend. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, I, for, from about 2001 to like 2007, it was a classroom teacher's blog, so it's mm – -hmm. Locked behind the school's CMS. And then, of course, when I stopped teaching, I don't have any of those anymore. But um, then in about 2007, I started blogging on Blogger mm -hmm. uh, and did that till about 2013 when I moved to WordPress. Mm -hmm. And then last year, I moved away from WordPress and now I just use all of the tools. <laughs> <I'm almost laughs> everywhere. Uh, but in, in, in micro.blog is a part of that workflow for me. Um, so that's, so that's kind of a brief history and, and yeah, my blogging, but I'm, I'm a serial website maker. I have probably 13, 14 different domains for different projects or different blogs. I'll spin up a blog, use it for two weeks, let it, you know, dry up. Um, it's just kind of how I roll. <laughs> and, uh, um, I realized I also really didn't give you a chance to introduce yourself generally because I knew that you were um, involved in education in some way, but maybe you could tell uh, the listeners sure. a little bit more about that and how you did get involved. And that's what happens when you end up podcasting with friends. You forget to give all the uh, yeah. <laughs> My, um I'm currently a professor at Southern Connecticut State University uh, where I study literacy and technology um, and specifically – how the web and open pedagogy um, can really help us kind of democratize um, and use education or learning as more of an equalizer in society versus we've always used kind of education as a tool 
unfortunately, a little bit for oppression or haven't haven't really utilized it in a way where it's been openly accessible to all. So I see a lot of connections between the indie web movement, uh, academic publishing around OER, um, academics trying to own their work, and then just having people around the world that are just getting online for the first time realize that there's the Facebook isn't the internet that <laughs> and the best way to do that is to give everybody their own website. That's that's how you realize that Facebook's not the internet. So it's it's my connection to all those. And just to back up a little bit, what's OER? I'm not sure if uh, I so know OER, that. sorry for the jargon, is um open educational resources. Okay. So that's a uh, just a, a move like it's the open source movement in schools in a way. Okay. Besides um, education-related uh, themes, are there other types of um, topics that you like to blog about? Um, pretty much no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I started to track a little bit of my, you know, like food posts and getting a little bit more into, you know, I'm not as quantified self as many in the community just because yeah. I'm, not, I'm built to be unorganized, not organized. And that's kind of like a, I don't know a key principle that you need for that kind of level of, uh, documenting, but really my bookmarks, I'm, I, um, I use that, um, and Chris Aldrich turned me on to this theory of, you know, it goes back centuries, but of the commonplace book. Oh yeah. So I'm really trying to use my blogs as a way to track and own all of my thinking, all of my productivity. Um, and I do different, you know, and I do my check-ins for when I'm doing events for the kids. Um, I do, food posts when I'm trying to track, you know, uh, trying to have my own little record of different things I eat or drink, mm -hmm. um, for fun and really just blogging about my day and my general reflections. Um, mm -hmm. it's, I think I say that everybody needs to blog about their passion, but my passion is kind of like my hobby is building my websites, and my blogs. Like that's what I like to do. On some life. <laughs> so whether it's knitting or like my sons, all my sons have um, their own blogs too. Oh, like, really? And they're so diverse. Yeah. So my youngest is six. Wow. So his, his is a Lego blog and it's just like, he'll do a picture and write, it was easy. This was hard. <laughs> my, um, middle child, Ben, he's eight. Um, and he has a blog, but he's like, He's into it. Like he, he's trying to figure out how you change the uh, style sheets, and he's you know he wanted to mess with opacities and colors. Mm -hmm. And my oldest is just like I just want to learn about sports. He just needs the blog to work mm -hmm. and be one press button because he doesn't care about the plumbing. He just cares about poster. So mm -hmm. it's like in a way, my kids are this nice little microcosm to like the different audiences <laughs> you know, trying to serve in a way. Yeah, um, well, you're... so but it's, it's fun. That's cool. Um, so just find your passion and write about it and reflect and, and learn out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard lately um, it's sort of bubbled up in the Microdot blog community, this notion of the commonplace book. And I have not gone so far to actually do any research or follow a link, but I like the name of it. But maybe you could tell sure. the listeners a little bit about that as well. Yeah, and if they want to, they want it to go in depth um the on the indie web wiki there's an entire page so if you just go to the mm -hmm. wiki and search for commonplace book you'll find it. Okay. But uh, basically this goes back probably well before the 1500s. Mm -hmm. um, but books used to be really really expensive and you couldn't and you weren't right so you didn't really want to write in the the margins of 
these rare books. So you would, everybody had their own commonplace book where they would take their notes. I mean, it's a notebook. Hmm. Uh, but like John Locke wrote a book on it in 1706 and how on his methods of using the commonplace books. Oh. It's like the original blogging documentation. <laughs> um, That's awesome. But, you know, and he talked about how he used proverbs and he puts in quotes and ideas and how he formulates his speeches. And then he'd arrange them by subject and category mm-hmm. um, afterwards and tag them by his, by, by his uh, taxonomies. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a very ancient idea. And then there's, but we're finally getting all of the pieces in place to where you can do this easily on your own websites. I'm definitely going to look into it more because, um, the only kind of journaling on paper that was ever successful for me was almost like a scrapbook, you know, where some of it was writing and some was pasting things in, you know, uh, or, you know, writing out quotes from a book I was reading that I wanted to remember. Do you still have them? I don't think I do. There's a few people that have their all of their – yeah. and I don't. I'd write them down because, I, I mean, to me, paper is the best technology ever invented. But <laughs> I think better on paper and pen, but I, I lose them. So yes. I was never good at Evernote. I was never good at Zotero. I was the, but once I started doing it all from my own website, yeah, it just clicked. And now because of – all of the new tools like these micropub clients where basically that's a, a little app that mm-hmm. can publish micro.blog site. Yeah. Um, and those have made it so much easier that I don't have to think about it. And mm-hmm. so it's really cool to be able to store all of my thinking. And when I, I, I looked at micro.blog and the way that people are using emojis as a way for um, kind of ta- for further taxonomies, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, interesting like if i wanted if you wanted like if i want to do a food post i could pick that or if my kids are at a baseball game i might pick the bat mm-hmm. and it's interesting to kind of watch the watch the community self-organize around these no one defined a taxonomy of emojis are just kind of slowly emerging as people use the site so it's fun to watch yeah so um let me just uh, circle us back to the the indie web summit now are you attending this year yeah, I'm actually, I'll be there in person. You will? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to miss you. Yeah, it's hard because I fly in on the, you know, because I'm on the East Coast. I'll right. Get red eye and then get there like Friday morning and then off to meetings all day long. Yeah. But no, I, I'm super excited. It's a good time to recharge. Uh, I think the, you know, we've made a lot of progress as a community over the past year. It's, it'll be fun to celebrate those mm-hmm. to, and then be critical about places where we need to improve. Sure. And just celebrate the web and celebrate having fun on the web. I mean, that's we're we're getting back to this idea of it's just, hey, let's just, just get a website and go have fun. And, yeah. you know, if you want to do anything else after that, awesome. Yeah. But just get a site. And yeah. that's where I think micro.blog just thrives because you can just hit a button and you have a site. So <laughs> Correct. So um so the the format of the summit uh, as I assume is gonna be as in past years of um, presentations and unconference. Uh, yeah, well, it starts off with short keynotes, usually ten to fifteen minutes long. You know, mm-hmm. I, like I said, delivered the keynote last year. Yeah. Um, and because you know it's it's a different kind of conference. We don't um, want you. It's not about vendors and, and money and thousand dollar tickets. I mean, it's <laughs> no. crazy amounts of money you're spending tech conferences. It's because well, usually people are just spending VC other people's money, and so it's a it's a doers versus talkers kind of environment. And so we start off with a, a demos. You can demo your site, 
Oh, right. And That's then, fun. Yep. And then it's non-conference uh, where all the audience will pick the sessions that we want to have on Saturday. And then Sunday is just a, a hack day where you can self-organize. You can work with other people. You can pick a project from one of the topics on Saturday, which is usually what happens. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, there's a demo where you can show off what you did. Yeah. Or what broke or explain or demo what didn't work. Which are, you know, those fails are just as important. Yeah, that that was one of the things that was interesting to me. I've never been to a conference like that before. And um, I went two years ago, uh, was my first one, uh, Indie Web Summit. And Manton didn't go because, you know, I live here in Portland. And, and it seemed like, oh, yeah, I should go check this out and also be there to talk about micro.blog, even though I didn't quite 100% understand it myself. The reason I bring it up is that I was super intimidated. Um, I knew that all these like web people, you know, very experienced web people and hackers and, and you know, creators of tools were going to be there. And it was not intimidating at all to be there. Um, oh, people, <laughs> people were very nice, super nice. Everybody who is there tends to want to be very helpful, you know, and answer questions. So you can meet people like, you know, David Shansky, who, you know, wrote the plugin for, for WordPress, you know, for indie web authoring. And he, he's just the nicest guy. And I was able to just say, look, I don't really understand how this works at all. And but I, what I want to do is document my lack of understanding and how I get to understanding. So I'm going to ask a lot of questions, but then I'll be able to explain it to other people. He was super uh, generous with his time. You were super generous when we hung out last year. Um, and but here's the thing that I wish people would try to think of a new word for is a hack day, because that also intimidated me because I'm like, well, I'm not a hacker. I'm no, like barely, you know, literate in, in JavaScript. And, and once I, once I participated in that at Indie Web Summit, where it's a day where you, you pick a project that you can do. You know? A project you day, that's a good way to put it. And, you know, it's funny. Is we're, we're, we're trying to make a lot of the language more approachable. Yeah. You're seeing a lot of the homebrew website clubs, which is, you know, that's its own scary mouthful and very few yeah. people know the history of the uh, computer clubs. Mm-hmm. So, like, New York started – I switched mine to an IndieWeb meetup. New York switched their language to IndieWeb meetup. Um, so I, I think I think you're you're – ideas are spot on and we keep going back and forth like is it a make day is it a hack day like what is that day because that word hack mm-hmm. is intimidating for people yeah so i just want to encourage people if you were thinking of attending um don't and you don't consider yourself a uh you know super geeky uh web technologically proficient person that is okay like you can go uh and people will help you Start your first website if that's what you want to do. And um, that's pretty much what I do when I'm there. I don't I, I don't have anything usually to demo at the end mm-hmm. because I spend most of my time um, working with people to build out their first websites. Yeah, because that's that's what I, like I like to create or what other the creations of other people. Yeah. Well, you are a teacher, so yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the... um, and then. Yes, it's nice to be in Portland to, uh, you know, to take advantage of 
all of this in person is wonderful. But a, a significant number of people also attend remotely. Um, and I have have just the vaguest notion of how that works. Like I've seen the computers set up and the camera, like so people could watch from other locations. The sessions are all streamed, mm-hmm. um, like the, the, the keynotes, they're a one-way stream. But then usually in the breakout rooms, mm-hmm. we'll have, you can join, it's an unconference. So you vote with your feet or your mouse. You can, if you don't like a room, you can leave and go to the next room. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you just sign on. There'll be a link and an etherpad for everything. It's it's probably one of the, and I do a lot of conferences um, around just because through education or tech. But it's probably the best remote experience for someone to come to that I've ever seen. Wow. So, Greg, is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this up today? Just to thank you and Manton and the entire Microdot blog community uh, for just being such a welcoming place um, where we're all trying to build a little bit of a better web together. And that's wherever you go, whether it's Microdot blog or WordPress or both or wherever you end up, just get a spot online and try to help us make the web a little bit better. Um, we'll never, it's, we're not going to scale this and win overnight. It's not a fight. It's not a win. It's about your own personal growth and development. And when you organize around people who share your values and goals by focusing on yourself, you're also helping the larger group become a better itself. So wow. find a passion and get a blog. That's perfect. Find a passion, get a blog. That could be a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so listeners, if you want to follow Greg on micro.blog, there's a link in the show notes or go to micro.blog slash jgmac1106. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.